Good morning, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Welcome to Season 8, Part 2 of our first premiere show. We had a great show last week. It was so exciting that we had to bring the guys back and continue the interview uh, for this week from Trip and Kosher. We're very excited to have them back in the house. Um, continuing the the interview, we kind of uh, went right into uh, the second the second show. Um, I'm Naomi Nachman, and I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for food, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food-related. I'm a kosher personal chef. I'm a two-time cookbook author of Perfect Flavors and Perfect for Pesach. I love traveling, and I love hearing about your adventures too. So you can email me, Naomi, at nachamsegel.com, and I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my crazy food travels and my amazing guests and hear about all the great things that we get up to right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We have lots going on. We had last week on the show the guys from the Wall Street Grill. Amazing restaurant. One of my favorite restaurants in New York City. Probably the favorite restaurant in New York City if I can just give them another shout out. We have a um, we have a um, giveaway going right up until uh, probably the end of today, uh, this weekend. I'll give it to everyone until this weekend. Um, you can join in um, for our giveaway. Just email me, Naomi, at nachamsegel.com. If you don't have Instagram, if you do have Instagram, that's your best way to enter, is uh, go to Wall Street Grill um, or Nacham Siegel Network. You've got to follow us both, um, and I will um, put you in for the, for, the, for the entry. Okay, so cool. So that's one thing I wanted to share. Um, second thing is I'm leading a birthright trip this coming December. If you are between the ages of uh, 19 to 26, 19 years old to 25, we're running a Hanukkah time food culture trip. Um, so we'd love you to join. Um, you have to be eligible, okay, as we said, those ages. So just because you, um, we can give you a link, uh, israelfreespirit.com slash Naomi. Um, and that gives you a link through my page. Um, if you are eligible, okay, um, you anyone who anyone who applies can can um, be entered to win my own my cookbook. Um, and if you are not everyone that applies is eligible to come on the trip. That's what I was trying to say. So um, trip and kosher maybe can come with me to Israel. Wouldn't that be fun? An adventure. We need um, an adventure in Israel. So, guys, go check it out, israelfreespirit.com. That's through the OUs. Um, so it's israelfreespirit.com slash Naomi to apply to come on my birthright trip this coming December. We are super excited about that. Um, and you got to do that uh, within the next couple of days um, because registration will close out. So I'm super excited about that. Okay. Shout out to the OU. Shout out to the OU. Love the OU. Yeah, we yeah. Ne- we need to have them back again. We had uh, the Rabbi Elephant about a year or two. We've had uh, uh, Mrs. Kogel, Phyllis Kogel down here, and we were really excited to uh, well, have ha- have have them on and talk with them. And it's I think we're, t- we're due for another another interview for this, and we'll reach out to them. But uh, right now in the house, continuing our interview from last week is the guys from Crip, Trip and Coach. We've got C Dub and Judd. <laughs> C Dub. See, what are you, Jay Judd? Jay Judd. 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 rap name. Jay Joff. Jay Joff. Jay Joff. Judd Joff. From from T Kosher. From TK. From the from the TK. Thank you for having us back this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we have really flexible schedules, and it allows us to because I don't live here. 
Uh, it allows us to travel back and forth very quickly. Yeah, but we're um, just continuing it. Well, so last week Bang you really you <laughs> last week you asked us really what was uh, what was one of the craziest places. I think everything has been adventurous. We've we've gotten to try some incredible things. Um, we have uh, we're launching uh, we're launching. We went we went out of the country uh, a couple months ago to film. Uh, we film months in advance. It takes us months to put these things together. Yeah, um, there you go, ZK. We have two days. There's a lot, <laughs> a lot of production value goes into it, and that takes time. Uh, we went to uh, we went to Montreal. Uh, Montreal. Uh, Montreal's an hour and a half away from New York City. No, it's and, not. Uh, by, uh, by plane. By plane. <laughs> so what? An hour and a half flight is nothing. It's not even an hour and a half flight. It's yeah. like a 40-minute yeah, flight. That's, yeah. And they it's 30 minutes taxi. in and out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's... That's easier than getting in a car and driving up to the mountains. Uh, I'm going to be in Toronto this coming week. Toronto's special too. Montreal, though, we got to experience something that did not exist kosher in the entire North American continent. Uh, it is the the kosher tea service at the Ritz Carlton really? in Montreal. Yeah, the Ritz Carlton in Montreal is one of the nicest hotels in Montreal. Uh, it's part of the you know fanciest chains in the world. Yeah, high tea. and they high have tea. a high tea service that is kosher certified, and it is it is bananas like B A N A N A. The pastries, bananas. fresh pastries, really really good. It's Made in house. In house. In house because when you're when you're how, the Ritz Carlton, how do I not? It's a trip and kosher exclusive. Exclusive people <laughs> know, but we're uh, we got to go in there months ago and film the story, make sure it's being told correctly. And tea sandwiches, little sandwiches also. Oh They're no really, way! Yeah, no way! Yeah, no yeah. way! No way! Yeah. No way! If yeah. you're if you're if you're Repping inside the Ritz Carlton. The Ritz Carlton has standards, and to be kosher at that level of standard is very Who's the rare. Caterer? It's uh, this lovely lady. Uh, is she even Jewish? She is Jewish. She's, she's Jewish. Jewish. She figured she makes some of the best non-dairy, non non dairy pastries in in Canada. Which what? airline? Which airline does she does all of them? Also? Why would you want to make a non dairy pastry? She it's well, it's good. halal. It's, um, it's kosher. Um, and unless, she's, you know, it's unless on you're every, having it with Fleischig, of course. Well, it's just because of the accessibility of vegan, a vegan, a vegan pastry at such a high level. Uh, vegan and kosher are are very crossover cultures. Right, uh, but I'm a big fan of the old fashioned butter. Everybody <laughs> does on. too. But when we tell you that this lady is achieving incredible success with this vegan pastry, it's we're not saying it. It's the Rich Carlton saying it because they're using them. Yeah. All right, let's okay, go to the next amazing. Question. So the, let's just do a little bit of a recap, okay? The guys are from Trip and Kosher. They have an incredible video channel on um, the internet. All formats. It's yeah, called, on all the formats, it's Trippin' with no G. No, no with a G. a G. Tripping. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I always say Trippin'. Yeah, everybody does. So that's okay. It's with a G. It's part of your we thing don't... to drop the G, though. I yeah. feel like it's part of your MO. Uh, yeah. These guys are hilarious. <laughs> Judd. I have to say this fast. Has a restaurant in the five towns that we love. Won't talk about right. He now. actually had a food truck, which we did a show from outside the front of the studio two years ago. But we're not here to talk about that. That's why I'm talking so fast. Um, and we have Jaime Silverberg, aka C Dub. Um, the two of them go around with an amazing producer. Shout out to the producer. Like, uh, he doesn't have a name. He does have a. They're not. TZ. 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 It was got a nickname here. And and um, we they go around the country um, and they try different. Foods for off oh. the beaten path and 
they bring it to us on their incredible format, which is very different than any other format. And everybody's going to be jumping on the bandwagon. They have over 100,000 views on their videos. Did I say, did we I tell leave sto- We tell stories. We tell stories. We tell stories. That's what, like, kind of like when I do on my Instagram. We kind of tell a story when I go to a restaurant. And you've taken that to a whole new format and a whole new level. And you guys are rocking it. And we're having another show, a continuing interview with you guys for a couple more minutes. Well, uh, while we're here, just so you know, we're actually filming a show about uh, Naomi Nachman. And there the you go. Siegel Network. That's oh, right. That's right. Nachum um, is so iconic, right? Like iconic. he's he, he's the pioneer of radio, right? Uh, like he dude. took it to the next level to what it is. Like, you know, there may have been shows here and there over the years, but I think Nachum is the greatest. We have a term for that. Uh, Nachum Siegel would be a guttle hador in the uh, kosher radio <laughs> Explain industry. that. Explain how we talk about that. Though. Oh, so we have a show. Uh, that's going to feature interviews with chefs, chefs who have crafted and created and been responsible for educating and, and illustrating what kosher food can be in in North America. And uh, we call it the Guttle Hador series because some of these guys, you know, Jeff Nathan, right? Jeff Nathan, Guttle Hador. Mike. Mike, right? Mike Grishkovitz. Yeah, you know what's been around a long time? You know what's been around a long time? Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Mr. Broadway. Broadway. Yeah. Been around yeah, yeah. since the 1930s. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Mr. Broadway, we'd love favorite. to talk to you. Wait, what about Ratners? Oh, yeah, that's gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Are, there, are there any soup cups left? That. Yeah, Schmuckerberg's <laughs> gone. All the Lower East Side places gone. Well, you know, Pickle Guys, Diller, that's that's a resurgence of an old school. He's got Yichus. He's a guttle door, Al. Al's a guttle door. Okay, excellent. Yeah. We can't guys. wait to see. We can't wait to see what you guys are going to bring to Well, that. we want to just hear for the videos and ensure your, your audience doesn't know. Naomi Stein Nachman, what has been your greatest adventure? My greatest adventure? I've had a lot, and, and some of them have come just this summer. <laughs> uh, being able to travel as much and see food. I say that my new, my new tagline is see the world one bite at a time. <laughs> um, it's on my Instagram page. I've just, I've just come back from Korea and Japan, right. and that was with Miriam Schreiber. Uh, shout out to her. She's definitely a pioneer in her industry. Does she want a video crew? She would <laughs> She would love a video crew. <laughs> Miriam, we're coming to get you. Yeah. Um, oh, well. You call us. Yeah. And and um, just, you know, being able to go to all the places I've been able to go and eat at amazing restaurants and meeting incredible people through my different media platforms and the radio show being number one on my awesome. platform. We live in a golden age and yeah. you're telling a story in a certain way and that's what we've gotten to do is just tell the story, educate, hopefully entertain most of the time too. Yeah, you know, it's, But just to educate, you know? I started off as a personal chef and, and, you know, all the different media outlets came, you know, looking to plug my business. I started, you know, when Instagram came along eight years later or I was, before that I used newspapers and I kind of rolled with the punches and, you know, I'm hardly in the kitchen anymore. I'm working with companies and, and doing marketing and, and all kinds of things, traveling, yeah. promoting, loving, eating, having a blast. Awesome. I'm, we're barely in the – well, Judd's in the kitchen all the time. I'm barely in the kitchen anymore. We do like one – I do like one, two events maybe. We're doing one in Memphis quickly. Uh, Memphis, uh, we're doing something around the barbecue. We're going to go to the barbecue and be judges. What, date? Rid- what date is that? It's, yeah, uh, the, it. it's the it's a four- September 14th, I think, is a Saturday night. Okay, but the show uh, is probably airing before that. Yeah, after yeah, yeah. That. And September 15th is the well, uh, first annual, I mean, the original. This show is airing contest. on the 13th okay. of, of, of uh, not, not September. 
yeah. of September. Oh, yeah? Okay, so you sneak out. Um, but we're just excited. It's one when of the is, adventures when is that we it? get to when's do. Your, when's, your, when's the Memphis September 14th thing? and then 14th into 15th. the 15th. Okay, yeah. so it's September 15th. So it's actually this Sunday. I will be in Toronto and you guys will nice. be in Memphis. Well, right. Other ends. The oldest barbecue contest. That's why we're going to film is the original. Think about all the kosher barbecue that's happened that in the past 10 years. That have been popping up, yeah. Right? Now we have this. It's an exciting adventure for us. Thank you for having uh, us on. Thank you uh, so much for coming. The guys from Chipping Kosher, yeah. C. Dub and Judd, thank you so much for uh, coming into this video. Us. This has been CW, uh, future co-host. <laughs> future co-host. Uh-oh. You're welcome adventure. back. You're welcome back anytime. I've got Naftali now from Grow and Behold in the house. We happen We're to love Naftali. <laughs> Ask him if he did a video with us. Oh, yeah. I'm. Okay. Can I just say that I, I have my burner here because... Um, we can keep rolling if that works for you. That's probably better, right, CK? Um, I have switch arounds. I have um, in the house, I've got uh, Naftali Hanau. Um, I have a burner. And when when uh, we're going to be cooking up a storm today, and when Chaim saw my burner, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm having enough in the house. And he's like, uh-oh. He doesn't like that I have a gas burner here. Well, tell him what the plan is. Okay, we're going to cook. Yeah, well, no, okay. So Gav, grab the microphone. He's gonna, he's gonna give me an induction burner and some pots. Yeah. Um, and that Safety way I can first. cook. Safety first. Safety first. Safety first. We've cooked up quite a storm. We've cooked steaks in the studio before, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a fire department somewhere. I'm glad you okay. found Peter's. So welcome. Oh my God. Can I just say I had a really hard time finding pictures this morning. I went to an unnamed local supermarket who did not have. Oh. Um, who did not have um, pitta when I went there at 7.30 in the morning. Then I drove to the Israeli Makolet to buy. Then I hopped on the train to the city. I couldn't find any at the farmer's market because they have a kosher bakery there. And then I went to two stores on the Lower East Side, no pitta. And then I called up Naf and I'm like, Naf, you need to bring me pitta from Crown Heights. So you got me pitta. The best from Crown Okay, fantastic. Thanks for coming. Oh, he's got his apron on. Guys, this is a, I told you this is going to be a great show. We had our uh, interview with uh, from part one and part two um, with the guys from Tripping with a G, Kosher. And now we have Nafa now. I have him on like every year and it's been a little while. We actually did a show together on Kosher.com. We did. That was we, we, we cooked up a great steak. So if you don't watch Kosher.com, go watch Kosher.com. What's wrong with you? Yeah. My show is called Sunny Side Up. Um, lots of stuff coming up for that. Um, and Naf and I cooked up a steak, but we thought today on kosher.com, on we thought, you know, back in the studio, um, Naf and I would make something delicious for me and ZK for lunch today. Oh, that's a really big cast iron pan. He's bringing out all the, pulling out all the stops here today. Well, let's talk to Naf about what he's been up to the last couple of months since we've caught up with you. So Hi, Naf. Hey, Naomi, thanks for having me on. My pleasure. Love being here, as you know. What a, what a treat to have my boys here, too. I know, I've been, the guys. I've been selling client meat for like nine or ten years. Okay. When he started was making lamb bacon forever ago. Okay, and you know Gillian. what? We know what Gillian. we need to have. We need to find Gillian out where Gabe Geller is. Gabe Geller is on his Gillian way. Running a few minutes later, I'll be there soon, GG. Okay. Classic G. Classic G. Gabe Geller's going to give us wine. Enough's going to give us food. And, yeah, we're doing good. All right, so enough. Catch us up. What you, what you been up to? Tell Ooh. us about Grow and Behold for all our new listeners. Every year we have some new listeners. That's so you can true. do a recap of what Grow and Behold is. So my wife Anna and I started this business in 2010. We sell kosher meats that are raised on pasture. 
beef, chicken, turkey, lamb. What does raised on pasture mean? Not every gun will know that. are raised outdoors. They have a natural diet. They don't get any antibiotics or hormones. They taste delicious. Um, Because when you raise animals in this way, they actually taste a lot better. So it's kind of a perk of raising them right. right. We deliver right to your door. We don't sell our products in stores. We deliver all over the New York area. We ship nationwide. And um, this has been an exciting year because we've launched a couple uh, couple fun new products, actually. Mm, what's so, new on so, the scene? Um, one thing I brought here, this is our Montreal smoked meat. I use it as my ice pack. So probably in like the second half of the show, we'll be ready to slice this up. Mm. Um, but, you know, Montreal smoked meat is a very specific regional delicacy. It's like a cross mm. between brisket, pastrami, and corned beef. It's cured, smoked, and then steamed. Oh, cool. Montreal yep. is known for their deli, but I'm sure you guys know that because you were just in Montreal tripping kosher. There are one or two places to get a Glot Kosher certified Montreal smoked beef in Montreal that uh, illustrate the story. Okay. And I, in fact, took one of his recommendations with a layover in Montreal like a month ago. Okay, excellent. Yeah, he knows good. who to call. He yeah. knows, he oh, knows yeah, a guy. Sure. Everybody knows a guy. Know okay. a guy. You got to know a guy. Or a guy. Or, or a girl. Hello. Or a girl. Hello. I'm the big networker. Uh, guy. Yeah, guy is the nomenclature. Everyone's That's a just, guy. You're a guy. I have, oh, I'm, I'm one of I got guys. a three-year-old. Okay, Everyone's a guy. Of, you're a guy. a guy. She's a guy. He's a guy. Okay, one of the it's guys. very fluid. Okay, good. Um, so, so the Montreal Smoked Meat was a new one um, for this year. Really excited about that. I we can't sell wait to it, try that. We sell it smoked, fully cooked, so you can slice it out of the package like a deli meat, like thin. It's quite quite delicious. Or if you want to go authentic, you steam it, depending on if you're using your Instant Pot or traditional steamer, but you can steam it anywhere from like... 30 to 30 minutes to an hour to you know five or six hours if it was a big piece and like just a regular steamer um, but you steam it till it's tender and then you slice it probably about half an inch thick maybe between a quarter inch and a half inch your preference and you know rye bread deli mustard mm, yum 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 but we have some right meat. here i don't you can buy it already fully done yeah what well we when, do when it doesn't sell out it's the first batch sold out in five hours we made four times as much it sold out in two days how did and, I miss that? I get all your emails. Okay, well, I was away a lot. It's it's this this has been moving fast, but um, ba- okay. batch number three should be getting flipped, hopefully today. So hopefully it'll be on the site by the um, by the time the show airs. Okay, great, because we need to know that yep. it's next Friday, the thirteenth. Um, but okay. the other thing that then this this we were working on also for for months was we started we launched a bunch of prepared foods like marinated foods, not prepared, mm. um, fully cooked. But marinated two two flavors of marinated chicken breast, so tamari ginger and a lemon garlic. Um, two, same two flavors on beef kebab cubes, and then we did two different flavors of marinated chicken drumsticks, a zaatar um, and a berber. So all you have to do is open it up and throw it on the grill. Open the package, throw it on the grill, throw it in the oven. All the like, work is done for you. That's the idea. Oh. You know, like we're busy. We have three young kids. Like you know, we wanted to have something that's super easy when you just don't have time. You can take it out in the morning. You just open it up. You know, fry it in the pan. I love it. Out. I love quick and easy. You know, it, it's the beginning of the school year. It's Yontif coming up. We have so much to do. Yep. So <laughs> we, we actually worked really hard to launch those um, before the school year. Um, we were developing the recipe. I mean, all these recipes are, are our own. We were developing them all through the spring, did the test batches in early summer, and then now we're scaling up. Okay. I can't wait to yeah. try some of this so, stuff. But, uh, but we can keep talking about it, but let's get this out of this pan. Okay. We, uh, we want to cook. Cool. We want to cook. Okay. So what are we making? We divided up when we spoke on the phone yesterday. Who's bringing what to the studio? So I said, I'm coming in by train because i got to go to the farmer's market in the morning. So I said, I'm not bringing in my cask iron skillet, but I'll bring in the burner and the oil and the brush. And he's bringing in the meat. Behold the whole pita bread story. I couldn't get the pita bread. The pita bread. What else? 
Um, I got the pita. I got the seasoned meat because I, you know, I've been here before. I didn't want to, uh, you know, be in here trying to run the full kitchen. He's like, he's like, what have you got there? I'm like, it's not a kitchen. It's a radio show. Um, so we have a fridge, though. We've got, but uh, yeah, no, for sure. But we, so we seasoned this last night. Okay. Um, it's basically, it's our burger blend, which was, that was last year's product. That was like the product of 2019, was our premium burger blend. Okay. Um, so we took some of that, added um, on, red onion chopped up. You can use a, a yellow onion if you want. Cumin, parsley, uh, a little bit of cinnamon, a little mm. black pepper. Cumin and cinnamon is garlic. the bomb. Yum. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm actually, I don't really love cinnamon in meat, except for, like, the very specific kind of the Middle Eastern flavors. Yeah, like, that's, I love that. But, I mean, I, that's where, I, and that's where it goes, like, merguez and stuff. Um, so, the thing with Arias, and it's fun, because we actually have a, a great video launching. Can with you these tell things. us what Arias is? So, Arias has started showing up on the menus in the, uh, the fancy restaurants, because, and it's great, because it's not a fancy dish. Um, but Arias have started showing up in the restaurants um, in the last year or so, and basically... You just call it like an Israeli or Middle Eastern burger because what you do is instead of actually making the, you know, making a patty and then making a burger, you stuff the pita with the seasoned ground meat and you cook the whole thing together. So um, technically, you've got a. It's a pita stuffed. It's a stuffed. It's a stuffed. It's a a pita stuffed with ground meat. You can use lamb. You can use veal. Today we're just using beef, but we kind of the recipes we've written up for this are um, beef and. Lamb are what they feature, and that you don't have to change the spices, though. You, obviously, you can freestyle. Yeah, and um, you can buy some. You know, Pereg makes a seasoned blend. Yeah, any any kind of seasoning there. Danielle um, Renov seasoned blend. You know, her peas, love, and carrots one. <laughs> so, um, so, but the idea is, um, you know, the only kind of technical trick with the um, with the Arias is you have to kind of pay attention to to. Oh, sorry. Look, are we are we heating? Oh no, we're not Let's heating. Okay, we're turning on the burner. <laughs> There we go. Okay, Can we show what's going on here in the studio? I'm just gonna take. I'm just gonna take some photos. Something going on in the house. I came for the food. Yeah, I mean, what a well, treat! I, I what a hat. The these drinks. are like these are my boys. Also, wait, it's just it's such wait. a. And I mean, boys in the boy sense because like they're my boys, no. but it's but, a real. But like, you should know we're gonna have a really great show because we're gonna round it out with wine. Yeah. <laughs> CK, did I tell you today's gonna be a good show? So, I mean, they're always good shows, but we like. I've been what we on eat. like a big diet lately, and part of it is talking about it. Really, it's not actually about changing the eating; it's really about annoying my friends by talking that's, about how self-righteous that's just I am. The diet. I have not given. Yeah, that's, it's dieting, right? Oh, I have not given up alcohol, so I'm glad Gabe, Gabe can hurry. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, good. We don't want to. We don't want to ever do that. Everything in moderation, guys. Right? <sighs> Moderation's hard when you're in the food business, right? Like I know. Well, I've I've learned. I've learned. It took me uh, three hundred thousand miles uh, eating across the country. So. But it's. I find it's like feast or famine. Like I've got. I'm around tons of food or nothing. I like. Oh my god, I'm starving. I have to go out to eat because there's nothing in my house. Because sometimes I made forty things in one day, and sometimes there's like nothing. Because we're bootstrapping, we did 12 restaurants in one day to capitalize on the uh, on the trip. And at the end of that trip, my body physically told me that this yeah, is not ache. a game. Tommy ache. I got Crohn's disease. I, I roll hard. Oh, do you? Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, I don't my God. He's the man for the job. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my lifestyle decision. Although I've gotten much healthier. I've learned how to eat better in the past eight months. I've dropped like 35 pounds. If you yeah, watch the videos, you see me go yeah, big. You got and a bit you see me go small. Yeah, yeah. A bit. I'm down a belt loop. A bit. You look good, too. Uh, Naomi, you look great. But you always do. <laughs> I mean, it's fluid these flattery days. You got, boys, you got, flattery, you, you, flattery. The boys okay, are on so the diet. he's. Um, yeah, okay. I like. You know, we don't say diet. You know, that's not a great word these oh, days. Oh, make conscious know. decisions. Make cho- conscious yeah. choices. Conscious about decisions. I'm eating consciously. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I'm talking about it more consciously. <laughs> I only went to I four restaurants yesterday. Only four. Only yeah, four. I can tell you really. I've done food. three in one wow. day easily. When I was in Israel this summer. Yeah, that's it's three easy. Three in one day. Yeah, four is actually light for us. 
Um, but we only eat at a cup. We only eat bites of each one. It's your turn. Okay. I'm, I'm so no, I'm we're all we're, we're all time, we're all old. we're together. Okay. So well, we're preheating. Okay. So here's I want I want to just have the one kind of technical trick with with Arias, right? We got mini pizzas today because we're doing this indoors in a cast iron. You can do this in a pan. It's a little trickier because you, the, the thing is you got to cook the meat all the way through. Right. Which is definitely harder when your meat is encased in pizza, and doubly harder when you're doing it on a pan. So it's something that you'll often do on the grill, um, and you have to kind of stuff. Well, we're talking about conscious eating. You got to you got to stuff your pizza consciously, and if you put too much in, it's you just have to then do a little more indirect cooking, which we can't do easily here. So we're, we, that's why we're going with mini pizzas. We're really just going to put in a little bit of ground beef. Okay. Um, and we're going to do our best. And that being said, I know the butcher, so like I, we could eat this. <laughs> we, we could just tartare it. It would be just fine. He knows a guy. I know a guy. He, he's the guy. You know, yeah. you caught on that, guys, right? I know a guy. ZK I'm, I'm, is smiling I'm from ear to ear. Okay. So I'm probably just putting in like an ounce. Maybe I can probably get some. And more these are little pizzas. Yeah, which they're is little good. pizzas. You know, because we're eating consciously. <laughs> okay, I, want, I also I wanted to be able to get a few in the pan. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna kind of use the the lid also, like to try and make this a um, make it really function like an. Oven. Okay, but and it's okay to cook it with olive oil. Doesn't burn. It's gonna. I mean. I could have used canola. You said of. olive. So I, I, I did because I mean. Safflower could have been good, but like a high a high heat oil is, is probably a little okay. bit better. You've but not been using a lot of avocado oil. Avocado oil is good actually, but like I, you know, I got to say also like we, it's, you know, this was we, we had just gotten back into town. I was no. just doing my best putting no, the recipe no, it's together. Great. So. No, it's great. I wasn't sure. Olive oil is good. Also, I'm, like we want to we want to we want to kind of mimic because like who isn't cooking on a twelve inch cast iron with a butane burner in their office? Like this is what people do. So we right. want to really well, that's, we want to really do in my office. Yeah, who know who? I mean. <laughs> I wish you guys could see what's going on in here. I, mean, well, I, I would say the majority of they the people, at, le see. at least half the people in this room, here, here's what we're doing, at least half the people in this room have some sort of food cooking mechanism in their office. My right. office is a food cooking it, it, mechanism. That's, that's what I'm saying. And I like to have at least a, um, at least one like George Foreman type thing in the office because mm -hmm. you never know when you have to taste test something that right, just came right. in. Exactly, exactly. Okay, I'm excited. This is really exciting. Yeah. Okay, so what, what other... Products do you have? Like you have, you do lamb, so dark. We do, so primarily we're, we're like a fresh meat butcher, right? Like we sell all the cuts of meat. So beef, chicken, all the steaks, all the roast, ground meat. Um, you know what my favorite steak roast. is? Your Denver steak. Yeah, it's everybody's favorite steak. We literally cannot keep the Denver right, steak but in you should, stock. I wrote a recipe for my cookbook for his Denver steak in At perfect flavors. Ask somebody who tried to order a whole bunch of Denver steaks this week why he couldn't get them. Yeah, and we shipped him a couple shoulders yesterday. That's okay. Yeah, we're happy. Denver steaks. So, like, literally, okay. we're... we're and I, it's I funny think it's time to, you know, we got to... I gotta do some more orders. Uh, yeah, but there's uh, there's no deals on Denver anymore. I, I mean, know, this is a new no, world. It's, it's amazing. No. And we have people saying things like, "Oh, I should have like, why did I tell everybody about this? I told right. them my friends it's the best cut, and now it now it sells out." Right. We also That's don't like. I'm looking at my projections for this Yantiv, and because we have been selling every single pound of Denver steak we can make every week, I'm gonna be like a couple hundred pounds of French roast short. If like if we. You know, are on the same curve as it's last year. French roast. We Denver. we cut our Denver steaks from what we call a French roast. I will not vouch for any other butchers. Whatever okay, because there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot, a of, confusion. lot of confusion. Every cut's are different, but like our website, grownpole.com, we have pictures of every single cut we sell in color in when, the packaging. Do you remember when I called you when I was doing my book and I'm like, what's a brick roast? <laughs> was, yeah, the, what's a French roast? Everyone. What's a square roast? What's a square yeah. roast? A square roast is a French roast. No? Maybe somebody should it's do a, a video. It depends. It depends. <laughs> we yeah. could. We did. We did. We covered Chuck in that video. Well, you had a great video. We did. Yeah. Okay. So, so, Chuck. but it's very confusing because every butcher will call it something different. 
Are we hot? Is this hot? We're, we're hot. We're, we're, it's hard we're, to imagine we're hot, hot enough. You're plenty but hot. Let's... Yeah, you're okay. hot. You're steam. Okay, let's see what's okay, happening Okay, this, this is insane. Okay, Smoke I'm right like now. very One, nervous. Two, yeah. <laughs> okay. Is there a smoke yeah. alarm here? Um, where's our... No, oh, thank God there's no you're smoke good. alarm. How, how can Turn we adjust the flame? Yeah, yeah, I can adjust it for you. Is that this? You're good. These are from my chop competitions. Yeah, there you go. A little bit lower. Okay, they're lowering the heat. I just, you know, letting it... So, you have that... You have that brush there? Amazing. I have a brush. Let's brush it. What about your website, though? Your website's gorgeous now. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was that was 2017. Was that was that? And they and they have some of my recipes on their website. We do? That was all of 2017. people understand No, people do not understand. It took a year to put that together. That was so hard. And then it took about another eight months to get checkout fixed. It was really... It was really... You know, right, but there was the problem. That's our store. You know it's like renovating I, I a like, store. I like doing because websites like overwhelm me sometimes and I have to place an order. I call and your team is amazing and they always help me. So we have um, we have people answering the phone from and 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Yeah, they're fabulous. You know, like the, we are, the girls, we, there's someone, Naomi. Is she still there? We don't hire girls. We hire women. While we're on the subject, you know, oh, today, I, I, right? I'm a girl. Um, and, 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 I, and we I, also don't just hire women. Excuse me. We hire anybody. But, but generally, like, everybody's of age. I'm like... I'm like um, she goes, hi, this is Naomi. I'm like, hi, this is Naomi. So wait, Na okay. Naomi is no longer with us. So she was great. She went to, uh, to grad school in food studies. Good. Yep. Oh, good she li for her. Lives in, lives in my neighborhood in Brooklyn. I just want to give everyone who's not watching on our YouTube channel a description of what is going on here in the office right now. There is a cast iron pan on a burner. There are pitches stuffed with chopped meat. We are making arias. Uh, Naf is spreading olive oil, which has a high smoking point. So yeah. we're lucky there are no smoke alarms in here. Um, into our cast iron pan, and we are cooking a rice in the studio right now. This is great. I hope you're all hungry, people. I'm just going to stand up and take a photo more, because this is very, very Instagram worthy. Okay. Is there a window we can open, ZK? Because, you know. Do you, do you want it? Uh, I would cover it, it up. so good. Are you going to cover it? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course we're going to cover it because we got to simulate it. Oh, did you bring your own headphones? Or okay. Did I get to wear those? Okay, this is pretty cool. No. Okay, this is very exciting. I'm actually standing up to have a look what's going on. ZK, are we zooming in right on that? Okay, okay so where is Gabe Geller with a wine? We're, we're very excited for when Gabe shows up. Okay, let's have a look. I'm just going to... Uh, Can I close it? Got to trap right. my heat. Got to trap my heat. He's trapping the heat. By the way, cast iron pans is a great way to cook steaks. We've done it here in the studio with Naf and on my kosher.com show. But we love, love, love cooking cast iron. Um, Naf, do you want to give us the benefits of cooking in cast iron? Oh, my God. You have, like, the cast iron team right here. Um, cast And wait, <laughs> and wait. You can buy a kosher cast iron pan at Kitchen Caboodles. I'm giving them a big shout out. Hey there. Um, so cast iron pans, they hold their heat. They heat evenly. Um, you don't. They don't need cleaning in the same way, way once they're well seasoned. I mean, which means once they've been used enough that they kind of absorb the oil. That you clean them just by like wiping them out with paper towel or a little steel wool if it's uh, got some elbow grease. And it's just. It, it adds it, more it, flavor. It, it adds flavor, but there is there are sears that you cannot get kind of anywhere else other than a cast iron. Even even, you know even fire and really hot hardwood charcoal does not necessarily sear in the same way as a super hot cast iron pan. Um, you know, it's not necessarily the easiest thing. It's not, you know, a nonstick pan. You have to learn if you cook on it when it's, uh, you know, if you put your eggs in before it's really hot, they're going to stick, but it's okay. You clean it out. You keep going. You do better. You know, you just learn. It's, it's just, it's a great way to cook. It's a great way to kind of get feel for, um, 
for your food. You do have to take you do have to take care of them. And when I wanted to learn how to take care of my Linda Strauss bought me my first yep. set of cast iron pans. I watched some YouTube videos on how to keep them clean and you've got to oil them and clean them and Yeah, but even even if you even if you mess up, you can always like you can always just scrub it out with steel wool, and put a little oil in it, stick it in the oven on the self clean so you can always reseason it and kind of start over, which is really right. cool. Yeah, I, I absolutely love it. It's also mine. something that you could get at a um you could get at a yard sale and kosher. You know, there 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 are cast iron pans all over this world. Like, okay. okay. It's time. Oh, careful. It's hot. It's careful. hot. Okay, have a look at that. All right. Okay, now we're creating a big um, cast iron pans really hold their heat. Um, so by by putting a lid on, um, he's making like an oven. He's replicating an oven. So we're making sure that these cook through okay, properly. So let's see. I think we got a little, probably a little burny, but it might just uh, be the oil. You know what we okay. need? I feel like we need hummus with this. Yo, and, text, and pickles. <laughs> okay, flipping them right over. That not looks awesome. Bad, Yay! We're going to... Yeah, oh, perfect. Perfect. That was the first one. So. Okay. Oh, that's oh, the middle that's one. That's the middle one. Expect. Eh, okay. Nobody's looking. Okay, cook it up. Cook it up in the studio. Oh, okay. I, by the way, I love dark toast. Okay. Oh, good. oh it's got to be the it's toastiest. Good. Oh, toast yum, 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 it. yum. That looks amazing. Okay. You only have to count to like 40 on this one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, you can get, I bought this summer kitchen caboodles, these little um, knobs that go to, um, like a cloth knob that sits on top of the the handle. So, um. Okay, let's talk about what you've got there, that Montreal meat. So this meat. is the Montreal smoked meat. I think it is now defrosted enough. Yay. So again, so so really, again, this have is. Have you tried this, guys? No, I couldn't get it either. Sold out. Okay. <laughs> Not even for his closest okay, friends. Okay. Can we just can we just talk about that we're going to be having a um a, what we, uh, what's a, a coupon code for table for two listeners? Yes. Uh, what, what's our coupon code? GB Naomi ten. GB Naomi ten. I'm writing that down. Okay. GB, GB Naomi, Naomi ten. It's ten percent off your first order. Your first order. And we'd love to uh to see. But you. just say someone wants oh, yeah, to come yeah, back yeah, and they haven't up. ordered in turn a little up. while. Just turn it off. Lucky there's too many cooks in this. No, this too many cooks in the studio, right? What, what, what's it called? Too many cooks, cooks in, the, in kitchen? the kitchen. It's not too many cooks with these guys. Yeah, really, really. Like these are these are these. Oh, oh and this is amazing not too much timing! Wine. Gabriel Geller in the house, and he's bought a handful of wines, which make us so happy. Hello, Gabe. How are you? It's, it's been so long. We spent Pesach together at the uh, with our families at um, Gross and Shechta. We haven't seen each other in a while. How are you? Everything is good? So you had a good summer? Busy. Okay, Baruch Hashem. Busy is good. Gabe Geller in the house, a marketing director of and head sommelier at um, Royal Wines. He has a show on kosher.com and he is joining us in the studio today. You came on such a good day. Look at look what's in the studio. Speaking about guys, hello, I've got a studio full of guys here. Right on time. Thanks, Gabe. It, parking was crazy, hey? It was hard to park today? I saw one spot. I took the train in. Today there was a spot right outside. Okay. Can you, okay. Are you can guys you leaving? Can you try one? Of course. Time, are you leaving? They have to go. It's a trip. I, I, I it's a trip. No, you can't, you, you can't leave until I get the review. Remember, it's not, okay. it's not steamed. It's not They're steamed. having a great time over here. Guys. Yeah, okay, seconds. That's the review. Well, can you tell me what oh, no. we're eating? Tell us. Again, so this is a Montreal smoked meat. 
Two weeks uh, in the oh yeah, right, right, right. The garlic, the coriander, the, and and the bark. You like that bark? Hello. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Really understood that it's a hybrid of old school kosher meats, and it's not pastrami. It's not corned beef. It's entirely different. Have a look. There's a specific notes in there. Um, I can't even. It's more yeah. like a pickly and then a smoky on top. Wow. I I do have. This is the product of 2019. What's a plate? Yeah. Okay, you can have a plate. Okay, um, I need uh, Gabe Gaelic, come join us. Just in time for the second half of our show. He's opening up some wines. Okay. Thank you for having us, Naomi. My pleasure, guys. It was a, it was a trip. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Bye, guys. Guys, great to see you as always. Be safe, be good. This is so good. It's like a mix of like... I'm telling you, it's a cross between. Everything. Yeah, and we're like, there's a lot I'm of tasting corned beef, brisket. I have a fresh pastrami. plate. Pastrami. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So here's the thing: like, we have a lot of considerations. Like, we we sell meat online, we deliver it to you frozen, and we want to be able to have some of these smoked meats and prepared foods. But we have to like really be pretty careful to make sure it's going to kind of work in our fulfillment and delivery system, right? Like, I can't make you. Texas smoked brisket, like, um, I can't make you, one more plate, please. I can't make you a Texas smoked brisket like, um, you know, Izzy can, because I don't have a smoker that I can get the meat from the smoker to your door. It's got to get packed. It's got to get frozen in my warehouse and shipped to you. So one of the reasons we were really excited, can I have one more plate, please, Naomi? Sure. One of the reasons we were so excited about this Montreal smoked meat is that because it's, it's like, it's great out of the package as we're eating it now. You can just slice it and eat it like deli. Fantastic. Great. But um, the kind of highest madrega, the highest level of preparation for Montreal smoked meat is smoking, right? I'm sorry, steaming. Excuse me, steaming before service. And that's something that anybody can do at home. Even if you don't have a steamer, you can just take some aluminum foil, ball it up, um, put it at the bottom of your um, Amazonas pizzas. Come on, they're from Crown Heights, but some people don't hold Amazonas pizzas. Be careful, it's hot. Um, So, I mean, I'm not eating bread so much these days. So, you know, you guys, please. Enjoy. I walked into the garbage bin next to me. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Like, that is amazing. Right? Oh, my God. I've uh, never had one. You know that? And this is so... And it, I'm, I'm telling you, again, this is like the simplest... Gabe, you want to try this? I've got And try the smoked meat, too, have... dude. Take one home for your wife. Yeah. This is delicious. This is amazing. You oh really? That's hilarious! Ah, you need to talk into a microphone. That's wonderful. I just found out that I'm related to Gabe's wife. Oh, that is fantastic! So cool. um, Family discount for you. Hey there. <laughs> so um, anyway, but since since Montreal smoked meat is supposed to be steamed, it's kind of you know one of the best ways we can do one of these smoked meat type things because we send it to you, you steam it. Another way you can prepare it is to just put it on top of your cholent, like you would put a pre-made corned beef or like a, if you buy a pastrami slab, you can just lay the slab of smoked meat on the top of your cholent. Um, I I can put that on my cholent. You can when put it as a that? slab on top of your cholent in a bag? You don't have no, I wouldn't put it in a bag. I would just lay it on top nicely um, and it's going to steam and it's going to be super soft. Yeah, right? You're amazing. If you want to moan into the microphone, that's 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 the preferred. This is delicious. <laughs> Guys, this is amazing. I'm not just saying it because he's in the studio. His meat is amazing. You don't get invited back to table for two so many times unless you have great quality meat, a great personality, great friendship. Thank you. 
Uh, we work hard and we appreciate this. it. ZK and I are very happy right now. And Gabe Gell is going to make us even happier by topping yeah. us up. This what, do we pa- what do we pair? I mean, this what is do we a- pair this with? Mediterranean? Well, you'll have to pair that um, with some uh, nice red. Actually, I have two wines that would go great with this. Wonderful. Vitkin Grenache Noir 2017. Let's go. Oh, do we it. have cups? Uh, do you have cups? We have cups. <laughs> we actually we have, have cups. We have some plastic cups. Over there, yeah, we have plastic. We ha- do we have here on the table? Great. Yeah. CK, do you want to... Can, oh, can we share these? Okay. Yeah. So the Vitkin, and we have the Netofa Telcaser 2017 Red, uh, which has actually a lot in common uh, with the Vitkin, uh, because the Vitkin is 100%. Is it 100%? No, it's 93% Grenache. Sorry about that. Nice. Uh, and 7% Marcelan, and the Netofa has uh, 70% Grenache and 30% Syrah. This is not normal meat. I cannot wait to try it with a wine. It's, it, it's delicious. Okay, so so we're going to start up. with the Vitkin first because okay. it's a little lighter. I'm going to eat the rest of the show. You guys talk. I'm just going to eat. Mm. It's amazing. Oh, it's okay, weird. we can't wait to try this. Um, we've got Rosh Hashanah coming up. This could make really so, cute yeah. appetizers, so by that was the, the way. Thing. So, growandbehold.com slash highholidays. We have your menu done for all of Yentif. From Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah, all the way through. Growandbehold.com slash highholidays. That's okay, it. guys. Slash I love high that. Holidays. And we've thought this through for you, right? There's like Shabbos... And then Rosh Hashanah is Sunday night, so you need easy food for Shabbos. Yep. Rosh Hashanah, second day, yeah, it's a late day, so you want something quick that maybe you're just going to grill after shul. Um, all the way through Sukkot. You know, like, we are a real family. We do these right. holidays, too. We get it. Um, we're pushing asabuco this year a lot because the beef asabuco is a great cut. Ah. Um, but arayas are a great, great meal for one of your Yom Tov lunches. When you can prep them ahead, you can prep them the night before, you can prep them in the morning if you're not going to shul, or if you're going to shul late, no judgment, I hear that. Um, <laughs> and, not on Rosh but, Hashanah. Can I? On. Is this hag- Do I say hagafan after I've made hamotzi? That's a really good yes. question. Okay, so I guess hamotzi never covers hagafan, even when it's not Shabbos, right? Like uh, have us in mind. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I just made kiddush for these guys. <laughs> this is delicious. Oh, that's nice. This is really nice. It's not too dry. No. Nope. You know me, I don't love so dry. This. No. So, Full of flavor and it goes really well after this arias. Wait, is this this is the mostly Grenache? So this is um, almost 100% Grenache, 93%. What does that mean? The, the grape? Yeah, that's the grape variety uh, in this wine. Uh, the rule in uh, in many countries is that any wine that has at least 85% in California, it's actually 75, 76% uh, of one grape variety can be called after that variety, even if it has different uh, grape varieties in it as well. Uh, obviously, if it has 100%, it's going to be called after that, uh, that uh, grape variety. Uh, so this is uh, Grenache. Now, I brought these two, these two wineries, these two wines, uh, today for, uh, for a specific reason. Uh, they, are, uh, they are both from Israel, and uh, they share a common philosophy. Uh, both winemakers uh, for Vitkin, it's Asaf Paz, uh, who is uh, very well known in Israel. He was a winemaker at Carmel Winery, at Binyamina Winery, uh, and Vitkin is his own uh, winery. Uh, 
so that's where he's at uh, right now. And uh, Pierre Mjodovnik, who is the winemaker and owner of uh, Netofa Winery. I, I met him. I had a wine tasting with yeah, him. Yeah, I know. You went there. You visited the winery. It's very cool. <laughs> it's very cool. Northern Israel. Room. Beautiful tasting room. So they both share that uh, philosophy that they want to grow the grapes uh, that grow best uh, in the, the Israeli climate, the soil. Uh, Israel, obviously, is a Mediterranean country. Uh, so uh, you would think about uh, grape varieties that grow well in other Mediterranean countries, such as Spain, Italy, uh, Greece, for, uh, for example, uh, but also southern uh, France, like uh, the Rhone Valley, which is uh, close to the Mediterranean coast, um, has uh, grape varieties that uh, grow uh, in a climate that is the more or less, it depends where in Israel, because as, as small as Israel is as a country, it has many microclimates and different soils. Uh, if you go to the Golan Heights, for example, you have a volcanic uh, type of soil uh, and much higher altitudes, of course. Uh, so it's different than uh, the, type of, uh, the type of soil and climate that you have in the Negev Desert or in the Judean Hills, uh, for example. Uh, as far as Netofa is concerned, it's located in the lower Galilee next to Mount Tabor. Uh, it's also not far from Tzfat and from uh, Tveria. It's about 15-20 minutes drive from both uh, cities. Um, and uh, uh, Grenache, Syrah, Mourvedre, uh, Roussan, all those grape varieties that come from the Rhone Valley or from Spain uh, grow very well there because it's a very similar uh, type of, uh, of region to, uh, to, to those regions uh, in Europe. Yeah, delicious. So let's try this second one. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay, we have to like clear out yeah, a little. Can, <laughs> I mean, spit it out. Uh, spit it out. We, we, we I, hold who's, it against who's, you. Who's, who's spitting? I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember, you have to drive home afterwards. And we that's say, true. you know, it's Friday somewhere at Kiddish time. It's more Arias, anybody? Guys? Okay. <laughs> you got to take it. coming soon. Let's save one for him. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think so. And Yoni. Okay, too bad. <laughs> okay, so this is the other one. This is Netufa. Netofa Telkasser Red 2017. Oh, this is amazing. It's delicious wine. So Netofa is a winery that used to be uh, imported, used to be available in America up until three years ago. And then it took a hiatus uh, and was not, was not available here anymore. And it just came back. Just a couple of weeks ago. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Everybody's talking back. about it. This, this is, is uh, their brand new wine, the, the Netofat El Kasser Red, and I also brought the white, uh, oh. the Roussan. He knows I want my wine. And uh, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's really delicious wines. Uh, they, are not, uh, they are not cheap wines, but they are not very expensive either. What's uh, the term you always, you taught me, QPR? QPR, quality price ratio. Uh, so what is quality price ratio? Basically, if you drink a bottle of wine, any bottle of wine, and that's, and that's true to any type of product that you eat, that you drink, that you buy, that you consume, if you feel uh, that uh, the price that you pay for that, uh, for that product uh, is, uh, is not so high or is just right, it means that it has a good QPR. If you pay, for Which example, for? $50 for a bottle of wine, and uh, when you drink it, you don't enjoy it so much or you don't enjoy it at all, then it's probably not a good QPR. Uh, you, don't f you don't get the, the, the value The value there. added. But if you drink a bottle of wine and you're like, wow, this is amazing, this is incredible, this is so good, this is so complex, this is so special, 
uh, and, uh, and I tell you, well, that bell cost uh, $15 or $20. It'll be, wow, that's so cheap. That's high, that's, that's high QPR, okay. basically. So that's high QPR. Something, with high, something yeah. that you like is good value. Well, it's going to be different right? for everybody, right? right? Yeah. You know, people always push red wines. I'm like, I'm a white wine girl. You can't convince me that red wine is better than white wine or diet or Pepsi's better than Coke. It's what you like, even yeah. though we all know that Coke is better than Pepsi, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, you have to do what you like. Okay, let's try that white wine. Speaking Absolutely. about white wine. Okay, but I don't have any more, more cups. cups. ZK, can we get some? Okay, well, ZK knows where the cups yeah, are. Quite often I drive into the studio and I bring the glasses from the KFWE. Do we have a date for that yet, the KFWE? Okay, that would be great because I'm scared I booked a cooking demo the same night. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that… February 17th. No way. What day of the week is that? Monday. Uh, it's my daughter's bat mitzvah that night. Mm. Really? I promise you. Mazel tov. Why are you doing oh. it on President's Weekend? It is what it is. It's uh... You're joking. I'm not joking. Oh, that might conflict with South Beach. Also, uh, South uh, Beach it's, all, it's, it's always very tricky to find a date. And you didn't call Naomi and I first yeah. before you guys planned? I there, 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 plan there is, there is always something. If it's not the Super Bowl, it's uh, present day. Naomi Nachman day, has been I don't know what. for 10 years straight. <laughs> okay, now you all know where my daughter's yeah. bat mitzvah is. <laughs> okay. So, it's always a headache. Well, you could have. I mean, should we have the party at KFWE? No, I'm thinking about making it an afternoon event now. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> I don't think you're joking. I just feel bad for your daughter. <laughs> you, you know me, right? It's all, it's all about me, except for when mom has work. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they know that that's sometimes true. No, no, no. I mean, she, my, my kids want Denver's egg and they fetch. Yeah. And I say, sorry, guys, you don't get to eat Denver's egg. I we t- have to sell it. I told my kids sometimes they can't eat food that's in the fridge because, you know, it's bought for a client. Yeah. They're like, it's not for us. I'm like, no. Yeah, somebody served. I I got this really good bottle of wine um, from someone and they served it at a kiddish. Like, I, I told my kids to bring the, put the wine out at a kiddish we were having and they put out my, my special wine that I was hiding that I got from a client. And I'm like, ah, not everything's for us. <laughs> All right, whatever. We're happy. We're happy. Okay, now I'm going to call my caterer. Seriously. <laughs> that's not good. Yep. Oops. And of course, KFWLA is the 19th, Wednesday. The microphone might smell like white wine. I just knocked it into the phone. Okay, you really stressed me out. Yeah. 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 There we go. Now. Okay. Uh, of all the dates in February, we're still coming back to that. Ah, okay, nice. what have we got here? So, this is the white Netofat El Kasser, uh, which is made of 100% Rusan. So Roussan is a white grape variety, also originally from the Rhone Valley in France, uh, and uh, it's one of the uh, of the few white grapes uh, that uh, Netofa grows uh, in their vineyards. This this is creamy. Am it's I am I special. wrong? It's aged in oak barrels, so that gives it that oily, creamy texture a little bit, uh, as well as you know more complexity and structure to age. Uh, this is, uh, you know, most white wines are wines that you should drink relatively when they're, when they're young. Uh, you should not hold on to those wines uh, for a long time. However, uh, the higher quality uh, white wines, especially, uh, especially the, the ones that are aged in oak barrels, uh, can be aged uh, sometimes for three, four, five, and sometimes even uh, longer than that. Uh, years uh, in the cellar, and it's really uh, thank you. It's funny to think of a white wine as creamy, right? It has this velvety, creamy taste. Mm-hmm. 
it's interesting to have it after the arias. Like it's a bit of a punch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, I, I, would, I don't, I don't know that we that we recommend this wine with the uh, with with, the with, with all the yeah, red exactly. meat. Exactly, not the smoke. The the the, uh, the 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 meat is maybe a little too much uh, for the wine. But it's delicious. I, that's all it's good, a kind of like separated on your head. On your I just palate. wanted you guys to exactly, have the smoked yeah. meat warm because that's, yes. that's no, 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 that was good. Mm. The white wine is delicious. Okay, so what wines now that we've got Yontif coming up? What would you talk to us about? Like something special? What's special? Okay. Here's something special and also very affordable. We were talking about QPR before. Okay, terrific. Um, brand new, very exciting, Herzog Lineage Momentous. Uh, so it's Herzog. I love the lineage Very line. first sparkling wine. <gasps> Yay! And we get to have it here on table for two? And yes, we are. Yes. So okay. I'm going to, uh, good show, to open it. Good show. Okay, I love the lineage line. I remember when you first started at. Kerem, mm-hmm. and you called it lineage. Remember that? And I said, it's lineage to you like I say tomato. Jay has been making fun of me forever about that. It's okay. It's, in, it's, <laughs> it, line, it's lineage, right? Because lineage. the Herzog have lineage in the wine industry. That's correct. Pass, I mean, pass it's a better down. name than Yichus, I think. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, well, it's English. It goes back. Yeah. It's, it's, Yichus is lineage, years. right? Like, I mean, it, it is, but I feel like lineage is going to sell better. Yeah. As opposed to yichus. Give me a bottle of yeah. yichus. Yichus, yichus. I'll have you yichus wine. Now, this is delicious. Uh, everything from the lineage wa- line, I've like, I've always thought it was excellent. So they we're actually in the market so. for a, for um, for something for the, the toast. My little sister is getting married um, next summer to a Russian Jew. Oh. So there's got to be a champagne toast. In addition oh, to vodka course. on every table, we also oh, need okay. a champagne toast. So, so lineage. We're looking. Yeah, we'll test it right here. Excellent. Okay, Mazel. Whoa! Ooh. Hey! Oh. Whoa! <laughs> this is really. This is the show today. This is great. Did you get that on camera? That has not happened Was to me in a while. Great! <laughs> I guess it's got shaken yeah. in, uh, okay. in the car. Okay, here, here, okay. here. Give him some okay. tissues. You, you missed the meat. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> we maintained the bark. Oh my gosh, Nachum and Miriam are coming in. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is great. <laughs> okay. There you go. Wow, it smells like meat. It smells, it smells like, like alcohol delicious. everywhere. Yeah, it's a good what show. What kind of show are you delicious. running? This is today? a good show. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. We'll clean up afterwards. We'll clean up the afterwards. All right. There's still enough wine in the bottle. Okay. That's, that's all we really care about is exactly. that we at least get yeah, to I think drink. that this one is right up your alley, Naomi. Okay, great. Uh, Gabe and I have done many shows together. Pass, pass your glass. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dipping it's slightly off dry. So it's got that hint of sweetness okay, that I know you enjoy. And and what, and, uh, what temperature should be champagne? Well, it's not real champagne, right? Because it's, it's not from... It's not real from, champagne because it's, it's not, not from, from champagne, France. It's, it's actually very original, this wine. Uh, it's made... The wine itself is vinified. It's made uh, in California. The grapes are grown there. The wine, uh, the wine itself is made there. However, uh, uh, it is bottled... And uh, and made uh, into a sparkling wine uh, here. Uh, I mean, here in New Jersey, uh, in Bayonne. Oh, they turn it there. Yes, they gas it up there. Exactly. They send the wine, the, the wine when it was still still, uh, to uh, to Bayonne from Oxnard, uh, and uh, because Oxnard does not have yet uh, the equipment uh, to uh, to make sparkling wine. Uh, however, Beyond, which makes uh, uh, the grape juice and the sparkling grape yeah. juice uh, for Kedem Winery Upstate, those have that equipment. So the two that, sister, that was very clever. the who's, two sister wineries. Uh, who, who, whose brainchild was this? That was very clever to do that. That's probably uh, Mati. 
Okay. Uh, so that, that um, was very clever. So, that, so that's uh, th- so that's how it's been done, and uh, we're being completely uh, forward about it. It says produced and bought by Herzog Wine Cellars, Bayonne, New Jersey. Uh, Amazing, New yeah, Jersey, it's bal- it's sparkling wine out of Jersey, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I New Jersey, it. New Jersey's turning around. Yeah. So, so, th- so long there, as it tastes good. There are three methods of making uh, sparkling wine. Uh, one is called the Champagne method, like we do in, uh, in Champagne, France, uh, where the natural secondary fermentation happens inside the bell. The wine becomes sparking naturally inside of the bell with that method. Then you have the second method, and this is how this wine specifically is made. Uh, it's called the Charma uh, method, uh, which, is, uh, which is also a natural uh, fermentation, a secondary fermentation, which uh, turns the wine into a sparkling wine that happens in a sealed uh, tank. Uh, so in, instead of happening in a bowl, uh, like with the Champagne method, it happens in the tank before uh, bottling. And then the third method, but we don't use that, is uh, simply like a soda stream, you add the CO2 uh, <laughs> right. to, the, to the wine. That was absolutely delicious. It's very creative, and it's probably much more affordable, also. Mm-hmm. Um, as, uh, that as goes at nineteen ninety nine. Fantastic! That's and a probably great probably on sale for like seventeen eighteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. And by the case, by the way, can I just talk about that? Like, um, as a as a mom and someone who likes, you know, we go through a lot of wine over the Chagim, <laughs> personally and professionally. I cook with a lot of wine as well. Um, I buy wine by the case. So if I find I, I'll go down to my local liquor store and I'll that they always have sales on cases and buy you know pick your favorite wines and buy it by the case it's definitely very good value. I heard you have a brand new uh, wine store opening. We um, do, we do. It actually opened already, so Amazing. we're very excited. And Adam has taken the reins over there, and Faye Elephant and the guys. Um, Adam from Royal, right? Adam used Adam to uh, work, work for uh, Royal for us for uh, many yeah. years. He's a very sweet guy. Many years. He's done and, many uh, shows with us. He is doing a slight change of career, uh, going from uh, from sales, uh, sales rep, wholesale, uh, to uh, retail. Yeah, good for him. He's he's great. He knows yep. his stuff. He's going to be working with the amazing team. The guys at Doma, Eddie and Burris, who own Doma, Cork and Slice and Streets, have opened up another location. It's uh, I don't actually know the name, but we should have them in the studio. You should. I've had I've had Eddie on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, and Boris, we we when they were on Cork, I had them when they were Cork, just Cork and Slice. I think we need to do a show from there. I Wait, think they've opened a fourth place. That, yeah, it's wine. It's a wine. oh, oh they they're, they're involved Chateau in the wine. Devin. Got it. They bought our Chateau de Vin on Central Avenue in Cedarhurst, mm-hmm. and they've moved it into that location opposite Gourmet Glut Cedarhurst, where it used to be like the Gourmet Natural Gourmet Glut store, where they would have health food. Then it kind of that closed down. It became kind of like a supply. Warehouse, and now it's actually turned into something very valuable. Another beautiful wine store. It's Absolutely. probably the biggest wine store um, in the five towns. Uh, no, not really. I'm not no, sure if it's, no, it's uh, not. bigger than the, the one on the Turnpike. A turnpike, and then there's one, the, the one next Green to Acres. Stop and Shop. Yeah, there's that, oh. and there's also that at the Green Acres Mall. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that one. Uh, can you remember the name? Okay, right so now? there's quite a lot of yeah. places, but you mm-hmm. want something in the heart of the community. And that's um, right there in Cedarhurst, mm-hmm, so that's, that's great. Right. So we'll get them in on the show. Okay, so what have we got for? What else have we got to try as we right. wrap up our last two minutes? We've got two so minutes. Our last oh. wine for today. Oh, You're also knows. gonna love it. He knows. Uh, he knows. It's it's Chateau Piada Sauterne. 
Oh, so the Sauterne wines are, uh, are uh, Sauterne is a region in the south of Bordeaux which specializes in producing some of the world's most famous and most uh, delicious and luxurious dessert wines. Dessert wine. You're having a lot of food over Yontif, okay? Think of its own wine for dessert, okay? We've had... We have a white for the appetizers and openings. We've had a red for the main course. Now we need something to round out our meal. And this is this is that I've actually had this before. I think at one of the is this a new one or we've I've had this at one of the tastings. It's relatively new. It's, relatively um, new. So maybe I have not. So I'm super yeah. excited. Okay. It's after the rounds, just want to wish everyone lechaim uh, of Shabbos. We're going to try and get some more shows in before Yontif. With Rosh Hashanah, you know, sweet uh, sweet wines. Are popular because we want a sweet new year, uh, of course. But also, I wanted to uh, actually point out to something very important for us. You know, uh, kosher wines have had that reputation for so many years to be, you know, sweet sacramental kiddush wines uh, that were not sophisticated, etc. And uh, uh, in our community, for many people, a sweet wine is automatically something negative because it it it, it reminds people of those. Uh, of those uh, sweet uh, kiddush wines, uh, but sweet wines are not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, there are some great, fantastic uh, dessert wines, wines that are sweet but are sophisticated well, and complex, just like this one, this Chateau Piada, 2016. I think, a, I think it's automatic. We finish a meal with something sweet at dessert, mm-hmm. mana achrona, yeah. right? This dessert is mana achrona in Hebrew. So yain achrona, you must finish off on a sweet wine right. at the end of a meal. For a sweet new year. We're going to try to get some more shows in for uh, before the new year. Um, just want to wish everybody a Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for coming in to both of you. Thank you for feeding us Thank and drink, giving us. us great uh, wine to try. CK, thanks for so Shabbat much Shalom for coming in. already Shana Tova Thank in you. advance. Thank you, Shana Tova in advance. To everyone wishing you all a Shabbat Shalom. We've got music sponsored by our friends by Kerem. Right up till Lich Benching. Thank you so much for listening. Shabbat Shalom from Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network.